All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Oh, I've had quite a week. Let's go back eight days in Rochester, drive to Toronto, fly to Calgary, hang out in Calgary, fly back to to Toronto, drive back to Buffalo, sleep overnight, wake up in the morning, drive to Rochester, wake up at 6, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday morning, play games at 8 a.m. in Rochester, Losing the semis, losing the semis to a hot goalie. Couldn't score, Pinder. Couldn't score. Ah, hot goalies. As you know, the greatest thing in sport is a hot goalie. It is. And for my teams, it makes up for crappy play. It does everything. It does wonderful wonders for for a shitty career or for a (laughs) shitty player. I would say a very good career. It makes it look closer to a great career. It, it right? makes it look That's like fair. a good career, maybe, is what the, yeah. I don't know who we're alluding to. It could be anyone, really. Regeer. <laughs> Regeer. That's who it is. <laughs> yeah, was it Ryan Miller in Buffalo? Who was it? I'm trying to remember. Jonathan Quick in it LA. It was yeah. Miller. It was sure. in Buffalo. That's a good trio. 
You go Kipper, Miller, and Quick? That's almost Quick. as good as your Van Beesbrook, Hasek, Mika. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not Best. quite there, but it is good. Listen, all you young D-men out there. If there's one thing you need to do, and Rhett will tell you, play on teams with exceptional goaltending. <laughs> Key. Key. I don't know how you do it, but if you can do it, you're set. Scouts will love you. Uh, you what you do well we we you'll you're missing this and i know you're really missing it but uh here with the children in minor hockey we were blessed to have our full december schedule drop on the first of december well, it makes a lot of sense for people with kids and families and jobs to... it's not a busy month it's not like people are trying to book holidays or there's social events so on december 1st we saw that the month of December, we didn't have hockey until the 7th. So we had a pretty quiet weekend, some birthday parties, little pickup shinny, let the kids get creative and uh, threw the one in goalie gear. I'm, I'm screwed. And celebrated a Steelers victory. Oh, good morning, Jack. Uh, Jack, how are you? Not Jack there? Oh, Jack didn't go with boom? Jack, are I you? I should have went with boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're in Hawaii, has, uh, the time zones, I don't know how that works. Have, have the Steelers played yet if you're in Hawaii? Is there a chance they could win that one? You could still be happy if it's not over in Hawaii. <laughs> did you see Jack in the old group chat on the weekend? I did. Bring Matt Canada back. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Pitching and moaning about the guy for three months. I love it. Uh, uh, what, what Bills, where, where were the Bills this week? The Bills are on by. The Bills are on by. What are we doing? Bills on by. Big loss against the Eagles. They needed some downtime. Man, and then the Eagles lose. Like I feel like the Bills, what's Ooh. helping them? I think Jack's got the AFC playoff picture. There's a lot of shitty teams in the mix right now, or at least like, no. I don't think these teams are good. There's a hound like howling outside. Do you know there's like a doggy daycare two doors down here? Isn't there are two of them real close to the... I'm, there's one two doors down. Um, it's like F45... Barking dogs, us. There might not be even be, there might even be a charcuterie place in there, whatever. But well, that charcuterie place is good. Some hound has no interest in going to daycare today. I don't know if you can hear that. Hey, look at this. Okay. So you're stinking Jacksonville. Bills. Jacksonville. God. 10th in the AFC. And that sounds horrible. But they're basically a game out of a wild card here. The Steelers are still in. Gross, bad team. Cleveland's still in. Joe Flacco out of, uh, out of the carbonite, brought back to earth to play football, still alive. Indianapolis in the mix. Like, what are we doing here? Houston, lovely story. CJ Stroud, like rookie of the year, seems like a lock. Never mind MVP. Denver, Rhett, your team still is alive. I'm I'm shocked looking at this. I actually strength of schedule might have something to say for the rest of the way. Yeah, well, and if I they play serve. like they did against Philly, it's minus okay, the whole yeah. shooting yourself in the foot thing, they're fine. They're fine. Huge talk around here about McDermott and whether they, regardless of how the season, I mean, like if you win the Super Bowl, I'm sure they'll keep him. But yeah, even if they get into the playoffs and win a game, whether or not he's coming back next year. Big conversation. Now, is he part GM too, or is he just coach? Because I know he's clearly coach, but... I think he's part. I don't know. I would. I don't know. You know what it was? He came from what Carolina or something like that. And it was, he came with another guy. It was like a tandem coach GM. If I remember correctly, I might be butchering that, but that's my recollection. Either way. It's a lot of chatter. 
Bills are in Kansas City this week. Fuck! That's not the end of the uh, world, though. Kansas City is beatable this year. We saw it last night. Green Bay got them. Are you kidding me? Right? Like, they aren't. Yeah. I don't think you, you have to respect Kansas City, but I don't think feel like you're being overwhelmed by Kansas City anymore. I'd agree. I'd agree. It's a good defense, and the offense is really like just don't give Mahomes the ball with two minutes left, and you're probably fine. That's that's about it. They don't scare you. Uh, to the Flames, they had Vancouver on Saturday. Ty- uh, Tyreek. Uh, the, the, the world's happiest man and I went to the hockey game on Saturday together. Johnny Winwick, your pal, says hello from ATB. Very nice of him to take us. And then um, Joel Otto, we did uh, one of those VIP experiences where you go early, you have dinner. One of the alumni speaks. Joel Otto could still play for this team. Like, what is that guy eating? Does he have a hyperbaric chamber at home? There's no way he played on a cup-winning team in 89. He couldn't have been born in 1989. He was a bigger, badder bastard than he when he was playing, probably. He was probably more out of shape when he was playing than he is now. It is wild, because you'll see his teammates, and it's like, yeah, like they there's been guys around 30 in 1989, 99, 09, 19. Yeah, like, yeah there'd be guys that are like in their late 60s that, that were on that winning team. He looks like he's 38. He could still play. Not fair. It's not, it's genetics, right? It yeah. He's, nothing to do with like he's done both his your... hips though, so I can't really. <laughs> yeah. a tough time with those hips. Hips. Yeah. Anyway, it was good to see uh, the boom, Johnny. Joel Otto was awesome, and the Flames, uh, well, it was the big Nikita Zadorov return, Rhett. Uh, How was the montage? The montage was brief, and the, the booing subsided, or continued. Yeah, it was the welcome back to Calgary, Nikita, and all the Flames fans booed, and the 1,000 Canucks fans cheered. So the mixed response wasn't that mixed when you realized how the crowd was split. Well, when you tell a city and a team that you want out of there, hard to get support, I guess. Do you have any sort of like final thoughts? Because I, I think he kind of had people duped a little bit, but I don't know that anyone didn't wise up to it. I think a lot. I of don't people- think, I, and that's just it. I don't know if they were duped. Yeah. There was kind of a misconception, of, but as soon as you looked at it, you're like, no, th- this is what he is. This is who and what he is. He can pretend to be a. Number one on a shift, every sure. three ga- one shift every three games, you look like a absolute superstar, and then you watch the next twelve shifts. And you go, oh, okay, yeah. Well, and, and we we've got a piece in uh, the Pinder Report coming up that I'll let you react to because it's it's kind of a nice uh, recap of all the things that happened this year alone with Big Z, who is now a member of the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, of course, he scored the game winner Rhett, on Saturday. Well, I be- did notice that. <sighs> I did oh. notice that, and I was like, for sure someone had money on that, 100%. That would have been a bet we would have made if we had a show on Saturday and morning. You'd have been like, say, son of, I can't believe he didn't score. Like, they always score. <laughs> How many homes would you own if we just put a 1000 bucks on former Flames scoring against the Flames and just let it ride? Like, it would be impressive. More homes than you own today, which I think is two. There would be a lot of dough in the bank account for sure. Yeah, yeah. He and Tyler Myers were a third pair that uh, one person I, I was texting with described it as 13 feet of lobotomy, which was an interesting <laughs> way. To, that's, that's a lot of dude, but not a lot of decision-making. They're computing both power. great skaters. Yes, They're they are. Big. You know what? For what they are, 
that might be very effective if Taka right. can just say, listen, you totally. big dummies, play this way. That's all we need. Yeah. Don't Remember need when your... they the Flames signed Good Branson and you're like, yep. Huh. Like, wow, that much money. I thought this guy was on PTO territory. And then he put Z in. They traded for Z with third round of Chicago, and then they pair him with Good Branson, Sutter's coach. And you're like, shit, this is working. Like both of these guys, probably their whole career till they got to Calgary, were slotted improperly, and they probably believe they're top four guys because of where they were drafted. Both very high picks, first rounders, uh, both guys that have a lot of tools, both huge humans, which people covet uh, in this sport. And it was like, no, no, just third pair, and they're really good. And what happened to Gabranson when he signed that $16 million deal in Columbus? I haven't heard his name since. Yeah, it was like, hey, he's a top four guy here, and he's like going to win the green jacket because he's running away with the, the the minus column and the plus minus his first year there. And I feel like Myers and him could be the same thing. Tyler Myers is fine as a third pair defenseman. Really good, like really good. That's what he was in Winnipeg when he was a free agent that summer. Vancouver brought him in. They played him as a top four since. It hasn't gone well, but him and Zadorov is a third pair. That's perfect. A big third pair of the, like shutdown. If they can just play a shutdown style of hockey, that I like. I don't care what you say. The 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 reach matters. Yes, Zadorov's oh, sure. fairly physical. Even Myers can bang some. Like I I actually think that's a good tandem for I, a playoff run. Yeah. I mean, they just like the guy. I really think the Gabranson one, like Myers isn't as physical as Gabranson, but he probably skates better and he moves the puck better. And Wait. it's like, if you guys keep it simple, we're going to shelter you a bit. We're not going to ask you to play 25 minutes. They're going to get Carson Soucy back. And it's like, if we're looking at their fifth and sixth best defense, when those are them, those are really good five sixes. Are you kidding me? Very Ooh. good. So yeah. that's, I don't mind the trade. I don't mind the tandem. And I, I, I hate to say it. I actually like the the Vancouver kind of, I liked how they played. I liked their lineup. Yeah. <laughs> I, w I really wanted to, to throw uh, Elias Lindholm into orbit of this, of the sun after 40 minutes there. And then he scored two in the third. I was the same way. I was the exact same way. I'm like, okay, again, you're a no show. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's and uh, and again, I, it's not like they don't count in the third. It's just that he's a guy that was, apparently according to the insiders seeking about $9 million a year to go and be a legit impact player, whether that was staying with the flames or in free agency this summer, watching through over a quarter of a season. Now he looks undeniably like a secondary piece or a support piece, not the impact player that you would put on the top line. I he think looks, he's hurt his case as top line center this year. He looks like a, yeah, we'll sign you for the exact same thing. We're paying you now. Yeah, okay, I mean, maybe a little more, but yeah, it's like well, you're probably a six to seven million dollar player, not a nine million dollar player, right? Not even close to a nine million dollar. What's he showing no. you that he's nine million? Not, I, no, the only he's... thing that looks elite is the amount you can put him on the ice. Well, and that right. was that's what I was going to say. I don't know how much he played, and there's something to be said about not being noticed but playing a lot of minutes, but n not for nine million, right? Nine right? million, you get noticed for scoring. That's what yeah. your job is. Yes. Like nine million is, oh, he was all around the puck today. Some great chances, made some plays, nice passes, great on the puck. No, he didn't do any of that. And so I think I said it on Afterburner. It's like, I feel for three different parties. I feel for Elias Lindholm. He's lost a lot of money. Now, the good news is he's probably going to get 
airlifted into a contender and be slotted differently yeah, and have more talented rounds. wingers and people around him. Well, and you go lands. a couple rounds in the playoffs and you can totally. build that back up. And we all know the GMs are so hyper-focused on the playoffs. If he's somehow on one of the last four teams remaining, no one is going to remember shit about November. They're going to be like, look at what this guy did in the playoffs. That's what we're going to pay him for or not pay him for. When it so matters. That, and, and, that's and good if, news for him. Yep. It hurts for the Flames because, Big A, um, you, you don't have a number one center right now with the way he's Fuck, playing. He had 20 points right now. Oof. And it hurts also for the GM because this is a guy that you'd love to trade for a haul, and it's looking – I still think there's a book on what he is and what he's great at, and I think contenders know that you bring him in and put him on your second line, he's going to be great. He can play wing. When you put him with talented players, he scores. But it, I, I don't know that it's necessarily the slam dunk for a huge return so much as a – Good, not great return. It's going to be a solid return. Much like Zadorov, where people know what he is. It's the same with Lindholm. I think he's better than what he's been playing. But it's starting to turn into a long trend. Like, he was no good last year. Like, there's... It's it's extending itself. He's he's certainly well removed from the 42-goal, 90-plus point campaign. Yes. Best line in the NHL conversation. Fuck. Ah. Uh, okay, on the show today, we have uh, Frank Saravalli joining us in about uh, six, seven minutes' time. We've got our Betway bets. I want to make sure you've done your Christmas shopping. It's a Monday, which means we've got to get our picks in for the Wendy's Survivor Pool. Uh, but right now, I want to do some, I can dig it. You dig it? I dig it. For Finning, Cat, uh, you know the deal with Finning and Cat, of course, the heavy machinery right now. Bid, win, it's the Finning Online timed event. Last couple days here, right? We got to get her going. It's your time to bid for used cat equipment. It's live and open for bidding. Don't miss out on your chance to secure the machinery you need. Finning is offering easy-to-use online bidding, diverse quality used cat and non-cat equipment, post-purchase support. You can start your bidding now, and the event runs just till tomorrow. That is December 5th, so don't wait. Sign in or register today to start browsing. Bitch. Go get that QR code if you want. For more info, go to used.finning.com slash bid. Finning Canada, your local dealer for cat equipment, built to handle work in Western Canada. For heavy equipment for the job site, visit the cat rental store, chat with the knowledgeable staff, and get what you need by parts, rent tools, and power solutions. Visit finning.com for a location near you. Finning Cat. Cat's a proud partner of the NHL. Okay, so... We got to toot our own horn a little here, Rhett. We've had a pretty amazing week. You referenced you were just out here last week. The reason you were out here is we launched a beer. I made the promise last Friday. If you take a photo, get a video, whatever it is, with anything Barn Burner Blonde with our new beer at Origin, we're going to put you on the show. So I'm digging the amount of people that have sent us visuals of them drinking our beer, Rhett. Texting well, with the Origin folks, but texting with Mandy. The stuff is flying. We got to keep it going. Let's take a look at uh, some of our great Barn Burner fans enjoying the Barn Burner Blonde. Start with the video here. Okay, so I had a great delivery today from Origin. So let's take a look. Come on in. See what we got in here. Wrapped up. Look at this. Is that Christmas? This here says thank you. Hi, Noah. We are proud to let you know you are one of the first to order our Barn Burner Blonde. 
We hope you enjoy this ale as much as we do, the Origin family. Okay, let's take a look. See what you got. Christmas has come early. Okay. All right. This guy looks like a professional. Oh, watch this. He is a pro, right? Crack this open. That's a lot of beer. That's right, son. That is a lot of beer. (laughs) Chiefs fan, too, right? Sorry. Mm. That looks Canadian, eh? Plant shirt. Oh, that's good. Yes! That's good. I think I'm going to go back to watch the Flames game. And... (laughs) How good is that, eh? Whoa, that's oh, great job. Beer, great good job, job indeed. <laughs> All right, so that's a video. Let's go. Yeah, I got another bag too. Pretty good. Okay, Lethbridge has got it, Rad. This is my Scott. Look at that. Looks like Beer League. Hope you had a win. There's Walsh. Walsh here. Yeah. Morning, buddies. Morning, buddies. And then this is our boy Mike watching kid hockey, hashtag U16 AAA. Our boy Sean's got it resting on his knee. Careful, Sean. Don't drop that. Drink it. And then uh, right here, 8th Ave Cowboy, all the way to the brewery in Strathmore. Look at flat to pick up. He's got a pitcher of the outside. Wow, Jay Allen, he's got some beer too. And look at this delivery to your house. This is our right. guy that wore the hoodie in, uh, in Japan. Love it. He was under that temple in Japan. He had the, the barn burner hoodie on. He's still wearing it for the delivery. I don't know if he's taking it off. Uh, Richard here. Look at this. He's got some on the counter. That looks great. What else have we got for? Yeah, there you are. That's, look at that. That's just one week and people sent his stuff in. How good is that? Well, I liked it. The boys, down Brewing. Here, the boys down here were trying to get it, so they're looking into it. Originbrewing.ca, they do do international deliveries. Do do? They do international deliveries. It's a, it's a little prizier because you're moving them further. Here's what you need to know go to originbrewing.ca. You can order the Barnburner Blonde with promo code Barnburner Blonde. $5 delivery anywhere within 50K of Calgary. That's unreal. Load up, and they're shipping out typically uh, Thursdays, is our plan as it stands. So that is uh, the latest. On the origin front, Mandeep said he had to do an emergency order on Friday. Remember he had it brought in Thursday night, Friday morning? There's Mandeep. He ripped through it on Thursday. He said, I I had to make an emergency order with Mark from origin. We got another huge load on Friday. So if you need it, it is available in stock. BK Beaufort Liquor across from Windsport, just off Trans-Canada Highway. Go say hi to the best-looking cashier in town. It's our boy Deeper eh? and his whole crew. Good family, good people, good beer to buy there. Do it. That's our dig it for finning cat. All right. Very good. And by the way, yeah, that uh, online timed event, don't be sleeping on this. We told you it's tomorrow. Tomorrow, fellas. That's the deadline. December 4th today. The Get timed event runs to the 5th. Do they do matching skid steers? Could you like his and hers? His and hers? Maybe. That's not <laughs> a bad move right now, then. Yes. No. I feel like that uh, that would be one of those uh, bowling ball that says Homer gifts for Marge. <laughs> really, Brett? For me? <laughs> Are you sure? I love Not Homer. you and Rob Ray going to be running around with little walkie talkies? So good. Ray, over here. Come on. Razor, get over here. 
Uh, we've got uh, Frank Saravalli in Seattle going to be joining us in mere moments at his board of governor meetings. We talked about uh, the league screwed something up here because we had Dreger on. He was mentioning this on Friday. And it's like, what are you doing in Seattle in December? I was just going to say board, like B-O-R-E-D, board. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Like, is this a rainwater convention? What, what are we doing in Seattle this time of year? No, 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 no. You go to West Palm Beach or you go to Sea Island or like, you know, the uh, Boca Raton. What? It's just not uh, a Boca Vista. I'll pick a Boca Vista. Go down to the Whales Rib with uh, some governors and such. That that I thought would have been the move, but you know how it is. They get new teams. They make lots of money. Then the, the league's very happy with the new owners. Hey, you just cut us a check for six hundred fifty million and spent over a billion dollars on a new rink, and your rink's full all the time. We'll come see you. Get it? I guess. Fair enough. Um, so Frank will be joining us from the Emerald What's City. What's the in, Sabers organization where somebody was asking this weekend? I was like, oh, I don't know. Ottawa sold for cool bill. Like, it's got to be in that neighborhood, right? Like, it's not a huge market, but it's a great hockey market. It's funny. They always show the, the ratings of games in uh, in the U.S., and it's always like, oh, the two teams in the final are really high, and Buffalo is like... They're still watching. Yes, yeah, and especially once the Bills are done, which hopefully isn't until, like, Feb. Oh, regret. But so, just coming around. Just coming around. It just takes a little time. Yeah. But I would... Let's see if I can find it, because uh, I know... If Ottawa's a bill, I think like, I, I think that I don't know who values them, but I think they're out to lunch a little bit. I think it's worth more. Like I don't think Ottawa's was they got more than they had it listed or valued at. That is it Forbes that always does that. There's a bunch, and there's a new one that I, I want to. Uh, you know what? Let's we, we've got our insider from Seattle. Let's. Uh, I, I'm sure he'll have more insights on this than we do, which would make sense. Him being, you know, knowledgeable and an insider, and us being. Total Muppets. Uh, it is time for one of our insiders, and we go to the insider hotline for that with TELUS. You can enter to win one of six monthly prizes, prizes including Calgary Flames hockey tickets and awesome tech like AirPods, Apple Watches, and more. No purchase necessary. All you got to do, load a quick survey to enter. Go to TELUS.com slash Flames Contest. At TELUS, they're using world-leading technology to drive meaningful change from transforming healthcare and making our food supply more sustainable to reducing our environmental footprint and connecting Canadians in need. In 2022 alone, TELUS and their team members, retirees, volunteered 1.4 million hours and gave over $125 million to local communities. It's the most giving company in the world. Let's make the future friendly. Learn more at TELUS.com slash gives back. Frank Saravalli from Seattle. You got screwed, Frank. You should be in the Florida sun. And if it's uh, December in Seattle, I'm guessing it's wet. Yeah, it's quite uh, quite moist here in Seattle. Mm. Yeah. And we get you like three hours earlier because it's... Uh, Is it usually breakers that you guys go to in West Palm or something like that? Yeah, we, there's some good, really good hotels that we get to uh, for Board of Governors every December. It's like the perfect time of year, too. It's yeah. like you, you've settled into the season. Everyone's kind of just floating along it's before the holidays they've always got the christmas decorations out and we got seattle this year that's okay so this has to be a uh dear billionaires in seattle thank you for giving us so much money and let's all look at your shiny new rink and compliment you on the team you have we'll do the board of governors meetings there yeah that's part of it it's also look the winter classics here in less than a month so that's also part of it as well um 
they want to try and continue to promote and they want to try and mix it up because I think some of the teams from the West, like Vancouver or Seattle or whoever it might be, the, the LA Kings, they don't love flying out to Florida every year either. Sure. As nice as Florida is, it's still kind of far for them as well. Uh, tell us more about that outdoor game. I think that's kind of flown under the radar. We saw the jerseys accidentally on purpose get leaked on AEW wrestling like a month ago. The Vegas. They also got leaked by the Utah Jazz. Yeah, like which is this supposed to be like some super 3D chess version of marketing, or did they totally fuck something up here? Well, I'm I don't know about you, but I you know my hair is already gray, but I put on my tinfoil hat, right. and. I'm like, oh, Utah Jazz, they're owned by the guy who wants an expansion team. Oh, wait, they randomly leaked an NHL winner classic jersey? How do the Utah Jazz get their hands on a jersey that's not available to the public yet? Okay, so I want to – let's keep going. Who runs AEW? Is that not like some wealthy Atlanta family that owns the Falcons or something like that, or what is it? Like, let's really get into this. That's another expansion team. See, I don't, I don't know anything about wrestling, so you're, you're I'm looking into it. I'll, I'll Google. Yeah, Rhett's, Rhett's going to research. Thank yeah, you, Rhett. Make yourself useful in this conversation, Rhett. Get after it. Uh, so Rhett was asking before you jumped on, if Ottawa's worth a billion U.S., what's Buffalo worth? And I, I know that there's a bunch uh, of different companies like Forbes, and there's just some newer ones that come out and do franchise valuations every not much year. More. Yeah, more than a billion U.S., but – in that neighborhood, you think? Yeah, but look at how the valuations have changed in just one year. Yeah. Up 31%. Now ha- more than half the league is worth at least $1 billion. That's right. cr- That's a crazy number. And so you Buffalo know, we were talking, would be in that top half, you're saying? I, I think they're in the 20. I don't know what they actually are, but if I were to think about the league as a whole, I'd say just based on market size, they're somewhere yeah. in the, the low 20s. Okay. And it, and again, it's it's it might be a similar size to say like a Carolina or a Nashville, but it's it's a it's a hockey first market, right? It's yeah. if, it, if they have a contender, which it's hard to remember. Like Jack might have been in diapers the last time they had a contender, but that's a building that'll be rammed, and you'll do well. I was at the last Sabres playoff game, twenty eleven. I oh. covered that series against the Flyers. Jack, how old were you in twenty eleven? We're gonna make you do some math live on air. Oh God, what grade were you in? When did you graduate? Twenty seventeen. Yeah, so you're in like junior high school. Jesus, it's been a while. Frank. Yeah, yeah. Jack, Jack, Jack didn't have any hair on his balls yet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take his word for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not trying to find out. But what are we talking about uh, in Seattle here with the Board of Governors? What are the pressing issues, or is this well, just the schmooze fest? You actually kind of led into it perfectly because for me, the undercurrent of it is it may not be a formal agenda item. But I've been to enough of these meetings. People would say, well, why? if there's not a lot on the agenda, why do you go? Well, first off, it's good to see everyone at network. But second, and more importantly, you never know what comes out of these meetings. Yeah. A few years ago, out of the clear blue sky, Gary Bettman says, we've greenlighted a process for Vegas to start a ticket drive. And we're like, where did this come from? Okay. So. There are surprising things that happen at these meetings. So that's part of it. But for me, thinking back to the last Board of Governors meeting in New York, it was uh, three months ago to the day or two months ago to the day. And Gary Bettman came out and and did not pour any cold water at all on the idea of expansion talk. And so in the very, in the, I should say, not so distant future, it might not be next week or next year, 
The NHL is going to be a 34-team league. It's going to happen. But for me, you have to look first at what's going on with the Arizona Coyotes. And you have I, I know that Bettman has said these things are not linked. I don't know how they couldn't be linked. If you have to go park a team somewhere, that would then take another city out of the mix, potentially to be an expansion destination. So they are all linked. It all is in concert. And I think the NHL is like a duck underwater right now, paddling rapidly to try and figure out where this Coyotes team is going and what they're doing. Because I'm looking at their situation, I'm saying they don't have any shovels in the ground. They don't even have a site. Yeah. There's no way the Board of Governors is going to let this team continue to play in a 4,500-seat arena. Yeah, and so if you think it takes two to three years to build once you've got approval, like you still haven't even got anything close to approval, never mind a, a part of Phoenix that you've, you're have you working on a deal with, like what are, you, what are the odds that Phoenix can stay in Phoenix here? It's, it's feeling like a long shot, and we've got our nation vacation coming up in Phoenix. Part of the reason you want to do it this year is like, yeah, hurry it up. might not be there next year. Yeah. Like, this is your last chance ever to see an NHL game in 4,500 seats in the regular season. Is Rhett going? Rhett will be there. I'll be there, baby. Oh, it'll be off the rails. I actually, I, I want to fly in just for that. Why don't you? Come on, it's the states. You can fly anywhere direct for cheap. Let's go. It's great. Um, I would say if you were asking me to handicap the chances that the Arizona Coyotes are playing in that arena next season in Mullet Arena, mm-hmm. I would say it's a twenty percent chance. Oh, geez. So I think I think relocation is a very real. It's December. This is my point. This is why I'm here. Wow. And so again, when when th- that's a, that's very quick. Not just for look at the calendar, but if you're going to make a schedule in the NHL, you need to do building availability. Like that sort of stuff happens in the spring, does it not? What? Oh, it's probably happening right now. I'm sure the schedule maker Steve Hatsa Petros. Has got the worst job in the in the league by far. I mean, it's even worse than uh, Department of Player Safety. Like everyone hates the schedule maker. At least on the odd occasion, <laughs> someone's happy with the Department of Player Safety because they gong someone for a few games in That's- support of their team. Does it matter that Arizona's playing well? Like, will they keep it more hush hush, or does it? You know what I mean? Well, or, they're trying the- to keep it really hush hush, but I'm. I'm not sold. That's what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah. No, I know, but like, if it, if they were in last place, like San Jose, it, well, they, this I is know. actually part of their plan, Red, as to why they're they tried to be more competitive this year. They were hoping to drum up more interest in their marketplace. The other thing too, Frank, is whether you're moving into a new rink in Phoenix in three years or you're moving to a market, a new market in the next two or three years, it helps if the team's competitive and they've been building towards it for a while. Like it's but this, easier this is to in launch fits and this- starts now. Not, not to cut off your question, like I think they've thrown process by the wayside here because they said, you know what, we're going to go out and sign all these guys. We're going to bring in these guys for this season to try and make our team better. They've said, oh, we've been building to this point. To me, I think they're. This is window dressing, because yeah, I, they've I got just, all these guys that are still coming, and they're saying, yes. "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna help it out, and we're gonna speed up the process for what?" Well, yeah, and I'm not terribly interested in the veteran stuff. I just look at their what two picks in the top twelve at the draft last summer. They got kids coming. They already have lots of young talent. They've got cap flexibility. Like this is a team that I think if they move, they'll be in a new market and competitive in the next couple of years. 
I personally, and this is my own take on this, I think they need a fresh start somewhere else. So yeah. what are the cities? You're going 34, and if if the Coyotes are moving, where where are we thinking they're ending all up, the three it, cities? If you put a gun to my head today and said, where are the Coyotes going, I would say Salt Lake City. And they have an arena there where the Jazz play, bringing us back to this conversation about the Jersey League. Yeah. They play in a building that they could get by for a few years until a new one is built. It, it, it would have that awful – Rhett, you played in the old Coyotes arena where there's like the stands hanging over the yeah. one end, yeah. and it's it, not ideal. It's kind of like Barclays Center in Brooklyn yeah. that the Islanders finally got out of. But you could make it work for a few years until you could build something. And at least it'd be 13, 14, 15,000 fans instead of 4,500 and right. the excitement of a, a team in a new market. Going uh, back to what I was saying though, I think they I think they need a fresh start because I think the Coyotes brand in that market is so damaged. It's sullied, right? Like it's yeah, it's it, it's This is 20 years, 23 years of of absolute crap of umpteen owners it feels like poor budgets bad location for an arena teams that don't win yeah to continue to think that somewhere somehow fans in that big metro market which is why the league is so infatuated with it you you can't get people to buy into something that they think is no good they'd be better off pulling a winnipeg and getting it out of there for a decade and then going back I think they're going to go back, and I don't even think it's going to be a decade. I think it's going to be as soon as the Coyotes are gone, I think Phoenix becomes one of those expansion destinations. Yeah, and so you mentioned Salt Lake is a potential relocation spot. You also talked about expansion. Atlanta's that story twice, and the Braves didn't have an old stadium and a team that was bad. They had a rather current stadium and a team that was good and didn't draw well. They've moved and are now – an absolute case study on where to put your facilities and how to make money. Did you call them Atlanta the Braves? Work for a third time? He did. You called them the Braves. Nice. But I think that's what he's. I was saying that the Braves just moved, and that's that's been a really successful oh, move for them. To the, to the suburbs of Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, so that's I'm, the thought process behind this this new venture would be this building that they're trying to build is out towards where the Braves are. Right. And I don't know. I mean. I personally think Atlanta is a, a crap sports market. I think it's a college football mecca. But outside of that, I don't like I don't know that they're truly invested in their pro sports teams. Hmm. Okay. Let alone um, hockey. And I don't know why you deserve a third crack at it. You probably don't, just like Phoenix wouldn't deserve another crack, but you you might get one anyway just because of the market size. Uh what about Houston? We've heard them forever and yet they're still not there. Yeah, I think that part will come down to ownership. To me, it makes sense. Like in a in a perfect world, that's the place that you send the Coyotes, because that arena doesn't actually need to be redone. Where you have the seats that are all messed up. It's perfect for hockey. They've invested thirty million bucks in the last couple of years in their ice plant, which is kind of unheard of for an arena that doesn't have ice. Yeah, and. The market size is huge. The market is transient. There are a lot of connections in the oil world between Calgary and Houston. Um, I personally think that's a better play. Send the Coyotes there and then leave Phoenix, Atlanta, 
like I think Salt Lake City is one of those places like it deserves a fresh start. Can, can well, I'll let you finish. No, that's 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 uh, okay. Something. I'm just gonna ask: Is there a certain level ex- of extreme greed that be, could be being played out here, where Houston wants a team, but they're saying it's gonna be more money for what's more money, a new team or a moving team? Oh, a relocating a new team, and you know what I mean. Like, which could they be? Could be they go that deep into it and go, yeah, we can move Coyotes to to Houston, but we won't make as much money. I, I, this is interesting because we haven't seen a team move since Winnipeg, and there is a relocation fee, and you know the league is like hell bent on resale prices of their franchises, so. It really could be whatever they want, Frank, in terms of a relocation fee. There's no like, oh, go to line item 48. There it is. Expansion fee is X. Like they'll say, here's what Phoenix costs. And you'd have to agree on that fee for the for the Coyotes. But then they're going to slap on an ex- a, a relocation fee too, aren't they? Of course. I mean, you're not getting through, even if it's the Coyotes, like you're, you're still probably looking at close to a billion dollars especially if Gary's moving a team into like a top five market, like Houston in terms of the number of people. But you got to do everything. You got to change the branding. You got to, got to start over. Yeah. Okay. So while we're on the topic, just people will be screaming in the comments. Why not Quebec city? I also think there's some underdog U S markets like Portland and Austin that I think a lot of sports leagues are eyeballing Portland, of course has an NBA team, but that's pretty much it. And, Austin has been booming and growing like crazy, and they, they have uh, the Stars farm team there that's quite popular. Hockey's relevant there. Just sort of like Houston. They had an HL team forever. The, the Houston Arrows of the WHA were there forever. There is some hockey history, more than people think, potentially. Would you handicap those three as dark horses or long shots, Portland, Austin, Quebec City? Yeah, pretty deep long shots. I mean, okay. Quebec City specifically, I know everyone wants to see it, but – it's a small, small market. And yeah. more than that, you're already starting to see the cracks in Winnipeg. Yeah. Like think about the spot that the Jets were in. They've now been back more than 10 years. And the big issue that they're experiencing now is they had fans. I don't know if everyone realizes this. They had fans sign up in five and 10 year season ticket commitments. Mm-hmm. And those are now expired. And so they've had to sort of start over. Their prices have remained sky high because their team was competitive and because it's a really small building. And in the meantime, because they got all these season ticket commitments, they never had to go out and build a corporate base of, hey, these guys are buying our suites. These are our big you know, packages that we're selling. They've backed themselves into a corner where they need to start over now. Their team went through this sort of malaise. It's not a rebuild. And then they've re-signed all their players because they want to try and stay in the mix and be competitive. But at the same time, they need to build a corporate base. And Winnipeg is in a big corporate city. So they're kind of in tough right now. They haven't sold out one game so far this Jeez. season. And they're and not bad, to your point. Outside of Arizona and that college arena, it's the small, it's the smallest professional. NHL building there is, and they haven't sold it out yet. And they're in a playoff spot. Yeah. Like if you is think it gonna that's, make it? what's that? Is it going to make it? Winnipeg? Yeah. They're owned by like one of the 10 or oh, 20 richest people in the world. They should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but to me, if you think Winnipeg is struggling, Quebec city on, that would be that on steroids and in yeah. a bigger building. 
No, that's fair. It is. And, and I think Winnipeg is unique in the, because for the reasons you alluded to with a building that small, you have to charge a lot and they've set the bar very high. There would be cheaper seats in Quebec. It's a different formula, but it's a smaller market. It's like uh, uh, the other thing it does is it really actually affects the Montreal Canadiens financial significantly because that's their home territory. And all of a sudden you're slicing that up and it's like the Canadians wouldn't be keen on a Quebec city team. I, I mean, I think, they wouldn't because they own an entire province that's yeah. actually a lot bigger than people realize. And their their games are so incredibly valuable on a night-to-night basis just from a regional TV perspective in French. Yeah. yeah. So if you bring in the Nordiques, it's like, what are you going to get? Half the audience, two-thirds? Like, you're losing money if you're the if you're the Habs. It's a, it's a less valuable product when you don't have a monopoly for French-speaking Quebec hockey, right? It's the same reason why there's not another team playing at Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. There should be. They should have undoubtedly a Lakers Clippers like thing going on there. Sure. And they don't. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to do this every week, but I do have to pimp this new podcast that uh, I'm really enjoying called frankly speaking. It's wonderfully produced. Great guests. The host is, you know, decent. Um, Marty Walsh, you had on a couple weeks ago when you, when he it's was also there. not new. That's the best part. About no, I know, but it's, it's, it's a new season of it. And it, it's, it's kind of new relative to, I guess everything's new in the podcast space, but. Uh, the new NHLPA leader, he has designs on getting a slice of some expansion fees if they exist. How hard is that? And what are sort of the these knots uh, on the horizon that the PA and the NHL have to sort out with new leadership? Where the hell does that money go? Exactly. It goes right to the owners, all of it. Well, not only no, that. No, no, no. I'm saying if Marty was able to, I don't think he would be able mm. to, but if he was able to get a slice of the expansion, who gets that money? The players that year? Good question. Hmm. Sorry. I'm gonna ask that guy that hosts the podcast. Hope he had more on that. I don't I don't want to say never, but I feel like the players have I have a better chance of getting pregnant than the players oh, getting some of that money. Jeez, Frank. I mean you're disappointing the players there. We've written you off for getting pregnant. So, so players want they, a piece of it, then they should buy a team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how how do you think the Kraken and Golden Knights feel? They don't even get a cut. The two newest teams in don't get a slice of the next expansion fee. So, oh, so okay, so Vegas didn't get a slice of Seattle. Is Correct. does Vegas get a slice of a theoretical? Nope. Uh, just forever? Or? I I don't know forever, but I'm I was told that that's the case. Because I know it was the next one they didn't get a piece of. But if that's perpetually, like yikes. That's so like it's probably not perpetually. There's probably a term right. on it, but yeah. so let's say that it is the league is exp- like just hypothetically that they are expanding to 34 teams, yeah. and let's call the expansion fee 1.2 billion dollars each. Mm-hmm. That's 2.4 billion dollars divided by 30. Man, I'm gonna do the math on that real quick. Which is it's a lot of zeros and it's a lot of money. It's like. It's sitting right in front of you. Why is the NHL going to expand? Because it's here and someone's writing you a check. And it's huge, huge, huge money. It's free money. They don't have to split it with the players. They don't have to do anything. And then on top of that, revenue from a whole league-wide perspective goes up because you add two more teams into the pot, right? 80 million U.S. each each, uh, owner would get a check for. Thanks for letting two more people into the club. Here's 80 million. How many owners in this league actually paid less for their team than eighty million? I would think. Well, the conversation that. came up in Buffalo this weekend. What's the franchise? Some buddies there. Like, What's it worth? And I'm like, it's got 
and Pagula could have must have paid. There's no way he paid over two hundred. No, I assuming some debt. I bet I bet it was in that range right there. That's that's. I mean, it's a. Why do you think Mark Cuban is getting out in the NBA? He Money. paid two hundred and eighty-five million, and he <laughs> sold his majority stake for three point five billion. At some point, you're just dumb, and they let him retain. Yes, uh, he gets, uh, gets to uh, run it. He gets all the rolling share. He gets to do all the great parts of owning a team. He gets and to be in the club. Has, yeah, he's in the club and has none of the risk. Okay, so Terry Pagula and his wife bought the team for 189 million in 2011, uh, and it's going to be value, valued around a billion. So you're talking but over fivefold since. Okay, so this isn't even the real value of a team. So like all that's great. Like that's yeah, amazing yeah. that in the meantime you have an asset that appreciated fivefold or more yeah. in your in your tenure of as owner. But think about all the amazing tax shelter you've had. <laughs> <laughs> writing $50 million checks per year to keep it afloat. Uh, People complain and they're like, oh my God, I'm writing a check for 50 million bucks. Well, it's like you can write it to the government or you can write it to the, to the team to keep it afloat. Well, yeah. and that's that's the big rumors around here is that he, they really liked the tax write-off situation. Yeah. It was wonderful, but now they're getting sick of it. Well, I don't think they're losing money now, but under prior CBAs, oh, they I, they're probably losing money now. They were losing money. I mean, they, last I, few years for sure, but no, no, no Ryan, you're not understanding that uh, there's not asking. there's no corporate dollar here either. It's one of yeah. those situations where it's really like when you don't sell the suites in your building was that's that's an issue. But but what you're doing if you're let's let's say hypothetically they are writing a check for fifty million bucks a year you're really in theory writing it to yourself yes yeah. it's not yeah because you you've just you, you could like look at the the appreciation on the asset mm -hmm. yeah. it's insane it's the best fifty million dollar check you could write if I had uh, one I'd write it too oh geez yeah to just. <laughs> I'm just going to write off 50 mil and, uh, hey, government, all that money owed you? Just kidding. <laughs> That's mine now. Um, enough ownership expansion talk. Uh, what is cooking around the league? We haven't chatted with you since the Zadorov trade. Uh, my big hang-up on it is a third rounder in three years. That kid might not join the organization on an NHL rink with Craig Conroy still as the acting GM. That's way down the road. Is that a much a problem for you as it was for me? Like, if it was this year's third, I love the trade. I just hate that it's three years from now. No, it's not really a concern for me. And you guys yeah. hit on part of it. Like, I think such a big part of the trade was just getting rid of him yeah, and moving him out. And I think you've got to begin to clean up your own house, which I think they've started to do that. And I think, you know, could they have held on until March to get a second? Yeah, they could, no doubt. But what's the cap space worth? What's your culture worth? Yeah, And then really do the math on the difference between mathematically a second and a third. Yeah, it's better, but it's it's not like first to second different, right? I mean, we're talking like decimal points, not like... You, you, not whole numbers? No, once you get past like the 17th pick in the draft, like... A late first is close to a mid second, and a mid second is close to a, a fourth. Like the yeah. the the difference is infinitesimally small. Okay, 
Um, so you're you're okay with the deal? They get two picks for Zadorov. He goes to Vancouver. We talked about it. I, I think he's a really solid five, and I think if he and Myers are your fifth and sixth best defenseman when Carson Susie's back, that's a good blue line all of a sudden. And that's been a weak spot for the Canucks for years. Like I think they're, the, they're good. I think the Canucks deserve a lot of credit for how and aggressive they've been. I mean, look at the moves they've made. I, I truly believe in today's NHL. There's so f- few transactions that are made that really the nature of building your team is stacking little 5% wins on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And, and you ultimately get to where you want to get to. And just like they've made five out of the last eight trades. They got rid of Pearson. They brought in a backup goalie who's been excellent with Thatcher Demko. Um, they found a way to move off of Beauvillier, timing it perfectly with this Corey Perry situation and Taylor Hall, then taking the asset that they had and the cap space to turn it into Zadarov. Like to me, you can sit back if you're a team like Buffalo or if you're a team like New Jersey and you can wait and you can say, oh, things are going to happen and our team is going to improve and we're going to continue to progress and develop. Or you can go out and take it and reshape things like the Canucks have done. And look how different that blue line is year over year. Mm-hmm. Heronic, Susie, Cole, now add in Zadarov. You've changed out four of your six and you've taken Noah Juleson and Cole McWard and these guys that are fringe depth NHL players and you've sidelined them. Yeah. It changes the entire aspect of your team. We were saying it like uh, Tyler Myers was a great defenseman in Winnipeg because he played on their third pair. And he was excellent in that role. And they brought him into van and it was top pair and it was second. But like you've got him in a spot where he's going to have success now. 100%. And the whole team now, Thatcher Demko looks that much better when you take two fringe defensemen out of the lineup and put in real NHL players. Uh, okay. We talked about it earlier. Elias Lindholm wanted around nine a year was the rumor on an extension in Calgary. A quarter of the way through the season, he does not look anything close to a $9 million player. I think Noah Hannafin probably has shown a lot of value, and it looks like he could be turning in a career year. And Chris Tanev has been Chris Tanev. Um, maybe just walk through the three other notable UFAs for the Flames and, and what Craig Conroy is dealing with here. Well, I had a really interesting sort of internal debate with myself putting together my first trade targets board of the season last week. And... I ultimately slotted Lindholm in the top spot. I know what this year has been, but like, let's just say hypothetically that both Lindholm and Hannafin go to market next summer. Mm -hmm. Which player gets more money? I would have said it's Lindholm with a slam dunk, but if he's going to have an awful year and Hannafin's going to have a career, it might be closer than we would have thought. Maybe closer than we would have thought, but still probably not even really like there's a ceiling to Hannafin, right? Yeah. He's never going to run your power play and he's definitely a two, three with lots of minutes, but it's, it's not a offensive wizard, right? That's he, he can do everything, but the offense. Okay. And that's such a big part of today's NHL. I think where the flames and him were talking North of 50 million bucks is like the absolute limit for him. Don't you seven and change. Yeah. I do. So, if that's the case, how much more could he possibly get on them? I don't think he, I think that was market value personally. We'd heard 60. We'd also heard 50. I don't, I don't know. Like 60 seems like, holy moly, that is a ton. Cause what's that? Eight times it's seven and a half. Whereas 50 is like, oh, that's, yeah. I said North. Yeah. It's, it's North of where Uyghur is. 
and maybe one less year. But still, it's a lot of money for a guy that doesn't really have the true offensive component to his game that some of these other guys might have. Mm-hmm. Like it's, how it's, how different, and I don't mean stylistically, but I mean overall impact on the game. How different are, I'll throw a, a, a hitman guy at you, how different are Travis Sanheim and Noah Hannafin? I don't know enough about Sanheim. And, and, uh, really, it's more a question about Lindholm because I think Hannafin's been Hannafin. Like how much well, is Lindholm left here? Is but so then don't, what I'm saying is don't pay a super premium for Hannafin in a career year when you yeah. kind of really know and have evidence of what his game is. Whereas Lindholm, he's been a bit more mercurial, especially when you look at his point production over the course of his career. He's had some great years and he's had some really average years in terms of production. But I think his game is a bit more nuanced and more impactful than Hannafin's is. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm. Yeah. I still think I still think Lindholm on a bet in a bad year is getting more. I, I I don't disagree with you. I think I, I would I would think the same thing. I'm just for Lindholm himself. He's not doing himself any favors. No, he's or nowhere near nine right now. That's is he an, is he a number one center? I don't think I don't he think ever so was. anymore. I think he was slotted as a number one here only because. And I, you know what? That's not fair. That's not fair. When him and Kachuk and Gaudreau were playing together, he was a yes, he was number one. Right. I think they were top line in the NHL, a top five line in the NHL anyway. So at that point, yeah, by definition, you're a number one center. But I think when he has to drive the bus himself, he's not. And I'll add this, Frank. If he's getting moved to a contender at the deadline, I don't think there's one out there that's going to be in a playoff position where he is the best center on the roster. If you're trading him on March 8th to a team going into the playoffs, they have a center better than him. I don't know that I can find one that doesn't. Maybe like you could convince me that because Boston lost their top two guys and it's Zaka and a rookie. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Top that that's like one spot, but 
Boston's kind of different. Everywhere else, it's better. Like I'm just rolling through. Like it's Barkov, it's Matthews, and another guy probably. It's two centers in Tampa that are better. It's like the Rangers. No, absolutely not. Carolina. No. Like, I, like, where is the contender that he's the best? He'd be a number one center. Yeah, I think it's a great question to ask. My next question would be: So, if we agree that he's not a number one center, then he's probably one of the better number twos, right? And yeah, so, I'm is it easier to get a number two center or a two-three defenseman? I don't know the answer to that. I think it's actually pretty close, and I think that kind of brings up the whole purpose of the debate. Yeah. Well, and 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 does what he's looking for in contract play into it a little bit too? Like, if you are trading for him, I don't care what anyone you 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 might be content with just taking him for for the remainder of the year and let him walk to free agency, but you also might be interested in signing him. People are going to know what kind of dough it's going to take to keep uh, Lindholm around. And no I just, one's going into it blind. There's no, a and, uh, there's a parameter. There's a world that probably in his worst state. Lindholm is at eight million bucks. Really? See, and I think that's a fair number for him because, again, like we just said, I don't think he's a true number one, but he might mm-hmm. be a damn the best number two, right? So I think there should be a drop off for that. But I don't. I, I mean, maybe. it's not going like is like like again. Maybe worst case scenario is seven seven five. Like, mm-hmm. is he not getting that much? I think yeah, and it's it's a tough watch here right now because and it's not his fault necessarily. Like it's it's not a great year to not have a great year, but he's also playing with Sharon Govich and Manjapani. Like that's he's not played himself onto that throw. though. Well, I mean, it's 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 just that they don't have elite wingers. There's no one on this roster that can score 30 goals. Like Sorry. I'm convinced of it. No one will score 30 this year's area. Sorry. Um, but like they're, they're the guy returning with the most goals is Nazem Kadri at 24. So of course the wingers around Lindholm aren't gonna you know, pop on a contender, they will. So it's just, it's a tough watch here, Frank, because he's a guy saying nine and you're looking here and you're like, is he going to even get to like 60 points? Like, what are we talking about here? As we said before training camp, sometimes the best deals you make are the ones you don't. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but have they moved themselves back into the conversation of we have to give this group a chance? Not for me. I don't know about you guys, but I, I just, what so even with all these guys, what are they? But I've said are, that all along, but are they a threat? People, yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I didn't think they were a threat for the last can they two be years. a playoff team? Yeah, I think they can. Like I is that a can they beat out Arizona or St. Louis or Nashville or Seattle to get one of those spots? But it's easy for us to say then they won't it's but they're not a threat. But you know damn well we've all talked to people and GMs and owners that are get us in the playoffs. Let's Roll the dice. Let's roll the dice. We're at the yeah. we're at the craps table now. You play a team that get, loses a goaltender to an injury. You move on. You make a bunch of money. Like that does play into it. And I just think just, that's a shitty way to run a business. I'm not. I, 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 mean, I think that we're all aligned with that. I'm just not convinced that's how ownership and Conroy are. And well, the I don't know that that's the 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 marching orders for Craig Conroy. Yeah, I it's think there. he's got the ability to to change that narrative and discussion. I think he should have done it earlier then. I disagree with you. I think the closer they are to a playoff spot, the harder it is for Craig Conroy to sell it. Oh, I, I see. I think there's enough apathy in the market that I think you can point to if you're Craig Conroy and Jerome McGinley and you have the ear of ownership and say, 
people are tired of this. They're tired of being in the in the murky middle where there's there's really no path forward to be a contender. It's it's not a full scale rebuild. I, I've been saying this all along because they can't. No, and they also have kids that have already started arriving. It's not like they have. They have I no think they can change like the mix, though. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've kept you way too long. Tell us about what you got planned in, in a rainy day in Seattle. Like, do you go to the market? Do you stay in your hotel room? What the hell are you doing? Well, this is my third show back to back to back, so I'm looking forward to uh, getting a cup of coffee. Good. And uh, the meeting starts at two Pacific, so I got some time. Maybe get a little sushi today. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. If you get to the market, there's some good fish sandwiches. Don't do that. Uh, mm. Not I a big fish for, sandwich guy. Can I bug you for one last thing? Oh. Yeah. Why didn't the Eagles fly last night? Oof. Oh, dear. Man, they got the wheels beat off oh. of them yesterday. They did. And it looked it was, close early. And you know, when, when you've got and a, then it was over. You got a team that talks trash on you for the, a year and then you don't show up. Man, does that hurt. And what about the sideline guy, the security guy that got booted? He's a uh, god big, now. Big awesome. Dom. You, you don't mess with Big Dom. So did you know Big Dom was before yesterday? I think you oh, would sideline. Everyone talks, knows right? who Big Dom is. Okay. So this guy's <laughs> like a legend in, in yeah. Dude, he is the fixer of all fixers. He's like the wolf in Pulp Fiction. He's never done one media interview. He's worked for the team for 25 years. Really? Dude, do you, I don't know if you know this. Al, and this is not – this is like predates. So I went to the Bills game two weeks ago. Yeah. They sell Big Dom merchandise outside of the stadium. No! Come yes. on. He's a yes. legend. A true legend. Okay. What uh, he looked like a large fella. You can you've seen him. You've met him. This is an imposing figure. I I don't know. Just Google it on. I saw it yesterday or I saw it on Twitter. South Philly tuxedo. He he <laughs> picked a guy up from the airport last week. They always have like the the TV camera. Like they I think it was Shaq Leonard or whoever it was yeah. that they had coming in for a tryout. And he's the guy that always goes to pick him up. Sure. And he's got this like black sweatsuit on. They call it the South Philly tuxedo. Okay, we're going to look at that. Better than Thanks the Canadian for, tuxedo. Uh, some would debate that up here. Denim on denim doesn't clash, or does it? Uh, we'll chat next week. Thanks for your time. Enjoy Seattle. Get an umbrella. See you guys. All right. There's uh, one of our NHL insiders. It's Frank Saravelli from uh, dailyfaceoff.com. He's got his... What are you uh, watching in the background? Some flowers? You know we got our, just scrolling photos. This looks like it's... Jack, put the Jack cam on. This has got to be the Netherlands here. Holland, because look at all the, 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 the those tulips. 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 Uh, I wanted that Dom guy looked like a, just a stud. Yeah, He's he did. A king. And it was definitely a, you don't mess with that guy, and everyone in Philly knows you don't mess with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, now, is this guy about to get famous, or is he already famous? But but Frank, oh, my God, look at this. Jack this up. Dom DeSandro. Big Dom. Senior advisor to the general manager. Isn't that cool that he uh, he wears his shoulder pads under his golf shirt? <laughs> that man is huge. He's huge, Red. Dom don't piss around. Dom's this man. Oh, Love him. Crap. I think Dom could pick up two drunk Lugans at the same time. One in each well, hand. Foot, from their the, the, yeah, the guy on the, on the Niners looked like a little midget compared to him. It was like, you were just get out of here. It uh, It's not often that football players are the smaller of, of, of two two occupations gathering. The security guy was bigger than the football guy yesterday. That is something. And the Eagles did not fly. You're right, Rand. No, they didn't fly. I don't mind them coming back to earth a little bit. If we get Niners 
Eagles in the NFC Championship game again, it's going to be so good. So I remember we were in Jasper last year when that was happening. We were driving back on the Sunday. I got Adam Seaborn and someone else uh, in the wheels as we were zipping back. And we had the game on satellite. And it was like, oh, no, another quarterback injury. Like, last year, they went through three guys, San Fran, yes. and then lost to Philly. And they're like, man, we're so much better than that team. We would have destroyed them if Purdy was healthy. And so the Eagles go all the way to the, the Super Bowl, nearly win, and they get all the slander for like eight months about how San Fran's actually better. You just lucked out that our guy got hurt. Last night was the statement to make, and no, San Fran looked right. They, they went into Philly and punched Philly right in the nose. Said, here you go. Quite impressive. Uh, that is uh, was Frank Saravalli, one of our – insiders on the program for TELUS. A reminder, TELUS and the Calgary Hitmen have been partners since 2005. Title sponsor of the TELUS Be Brave anti-bullying game for the Hitmen. That comes up Feb 24th. They had a big game yesterday, right? We'll tell you about. Uh, what it means is youth from schools in Calgary area will be bused to the game in anti-bullying uh, gear and key messaging passed to the kids throughout the game, spreading awareness on bullying and what to do when you see or experience bullying. Good on TELUS for that. And we do have a little uh, hitman today, as we will get to in uh, the Pender Report. I'm trying to get this damn image up here. So, it's okay. Jack, if you want to go full screen. So, we got to get back. I don't want to buy a bigger. No, let's do that. Go and start the. Uh, it's way better. Oh, no. it's yeah, black's not better. There we go. Hey. All right. Way better. Now we got it. There's, there's the old barn. Very good. How's your snoring, Rhett? Tell, tell us about your snoring. Uh, it's fine unless I'm on the on, in the piss, as they say. Yeah, it, it gets worse with the boost for sure. But there are ways to make it better. In fact, uh, check this out. You heard about it a month ago. I went to see Dr. J, our boy at Outdoor Dental, and uh, I'm not snoring nearly as much. Better half. Quite impressed with this Dr. J. He's climbing the power rankings at uh, our humble abode because it was it was not good before. And it's quite a bit better right now. How do they do it? Well, it, first off, they don't do needles or drills, anything like that to begin with. They have this Salaya laser, which is incredible for dental work, but also they found pain-free, comfortable, and uh, snoring treatments that are only 15 minutes long. Two treatments of 15 minutes. It'll increase the tension in your soft palate. That reduces snoring. Uh, no surgery, pain-free, 15 minutes. You're watching TV on the ceiling while it's happening. And uh, yeah. So, geez, happy roommate, happy life. That's what they say, right? Is that right? Yeah, my dad's ruined my mom's life with his snoring. So you don't have to she, be that way. She would have been that much friendlier and nicer if, uh, mm -hmm. if not for the snoring, right? Mm -hmm. So when are, you, uh, when are you back to get this treatment? Or have you already done one of these? Have you already got some kooky faux science <laughs> treatment that you're leaving? Yeah, I got, the, I got the anti-science treatment. It's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. Like, no, no, you just need uh, neon lights and you put a clothespin on your left ear and that'll yeah. stop the snoring. No, yeah. no, th this is actually it, real with real it's results. It's called a hard kick to the shin and you stop immediately. I am not waking up as much in the middle of the night, I'm finding, which is really cool. I know people are asking in the comments and I've always been very good at sleeping. I get to sleep in a heartbeat, but uh, it's not as easy for my wife because once I sleep, then the... So check it out. Outdoor.dental is the website. Dr. J right there. Big fan of yours. Has to Did we sign merch for him? He could use he's some got, there. He's, he's got to work with my skid brother. Oof. 
<laughs> Skid the right word for your brother. Come on. That's not very nice, right? Oh. Let's do the Pinder Report. We told you we had some Calgary Hitman news. We do that for our friends in the Northwest Auto Mall and online at villagehonda.com. New in stock inventory on the ground. Start your automotive adventures at Village Honda, where new vehicle pricing is MSRP. Also, 70 units plus on site, uh, pre owned. And of course, over 400 more in their dealer group. Worth the trip. Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall. Jack, we start with a little taste of afterburner. Uh, Cammy was in studio with me on Saturday. She's killing it, Rat. She's doing a good job. Zadorov has a streak of petty. We saw it that would... in his scrum before the game. He was asked if uh, he wished the trade request had been handled privately. He's like, nope, I'm happy with where I'm at right now. Yeah. yeah. And so if you had an inkling that when Nikita Zadorov was calling out teammates earlier before the outdoor game and then went to Edmonton and was the worst player on the ice and then had a trade request publicly after he played a good game in Toronto and then was again one of the worst players on the ice in Ottawa the next day and you thought maybe this isn't the leader that he thinks he is when he's speaking out loud I don't know that anything that happened today is going to change anyone's mind about that and if you're the Calgary Flames he's turned into the perfect villain has he not he's he's full villain did Calgary need another reason to hate Vancouver it doesn't hurt Maybe. to have more, but uh, there, there is one more reason. As he and Tyler Myers have formed uh, 13 feet of third-pairing defensemen. Man, they're like, you remember in The Little Rascals when the kids, like, sit on each other's shoulders in trench coats to go to try get a loan? <laughs> That's what, like, that defensive pairing looks like to me. Uh, of course, if you haven't heard that runner from Saturday, go ahead and do that. Cammy's going to be on a bunch of us with Boom uh, taking some time here. Much-needed rest, R&R. He's going to go look for beach worms. Yeah, he'll he'll have flown for a certain amount of hours and still stay in a dark room. And he's going to have to work very hard to be miserable where he's going. But if he is, he's yeah, he's committed. (laughs) If he can do it, if anyone can do it. (laughs) I any final thoughts? I know we touched the door off earlier, but it just. I, I think care. the act was wearing a bit thin, and I think yep. they're probably happy to have him out of the room. Uh, and it's funny because I thought he played well this year. Uh, yeah. I don't dislike him as a player. I actually didn't mind his comments uh, when he was kind of calling out the team. As that was at a point when, when, when they were horseshit. Yeah, they uh, needed to kick in the butt at that point. For yeah, sure. uh, but now I, I do. It doesn't matter, and I don't care, but you could spend some time wondering if maybe part of the issue was the guy doing the talk. Yes, and then it was the in-house conversation with the captain saying, guys, there's lots of UFAs here. How about we just shut up with the media about it? You want out? That's great. Talk to Connie. Don't get your agent tweeting. And it's been a better play since from the club, and I think you're right. Like Zadorov kind of feels like a career year here for him, Um, shaping up to be that way. He's got all kinds of tools. See how many he can put together here with Vancouver. Uh, next item, here's your lines for the club. Husk has been doing a thing, Rhett, where through 40 minutes, he basically says, who's going tonight, who's not? And I'm going to just replace anyone that's not. Manjapani didn't get a lot of ice time in the third. Um, we've seen guys like Greer and move up the lineup in the third and, and other guys disappear. It was possible a couple nights ago as well. I, I don't mind it. It's I love it. It's yeah. an honest approach to everything. You do not need four lines every night. Uh, play the guys that are going, and he doesn't hold it against them. You have an off night, that's fine. You don't play much in the third. Next yeah. game, show me what you got. 
And guys and used he, to talk about Scotty Bowman always did that. He'd watch the first few shifts and whoever was going would, would get more ice. I, 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 in the world of everybody's equal, this doesn't work, but I don't think that works in an NHL season. I think what no. Husk is doing is great. He can't adjust their salary for their play. The one thing he can do is adjust their ice time, whether that's and zero I, and, I, and you watch in the press box or it's, hey, you know what? You, we've got nine guys better than you. You can watch for most of the third. I have no and problem. I, it's it, great. Yeah, and I don't think he's holding it against them. I don't. I, it's a way of motivating, and guys will recognize that, oh, I can't take shifts off. But there are nights when guys won't have it. Mm -hmm. You just yeah. you won't. It's 82, 82. games yeah. with a shitty travel. It's yeah. going to happen. It's okay. Yeah. Let's tonight's not your night. But guess what? If it's 10 games in a row that it's not your night, we've got issues. You get a night off. You don't get a night off, but you don't have to be the main player tonight. You're gonna not see as much ice. But come back ready to go next time and earn it. I it's 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 awesome. It's what makes the special special generational guys so incredible because they don't really have nights where they're not impactful. Like the Crosby, McDavid, Lemieux, Gretzky's, they, they just on a night to night basis, they, on a night to night basis, they're, they're stars. They're impactful. It's, it's really hard to do to, to be great for five games or 20 games is, yeah. is, is in the best league in the world is impressive to do it for 80 plus is almost impossible. And how many times and it's also shitty for teams. Uh, we've all been fans and we watch the flame where it wouldn't matter if there was a young, the, a young guy, and I don't have anyone in particular I would name, that comes up and is playing his ass off and giving her, and it doesn't matter. In the third period, they go back to the same well, the same well, the same, right? Like, yeah. the guys go and reward them. Totally, especially the young guys. We've seen how impactful that's been. Let's look at the blue line real quick. Uh, Jack just had it up there. With Zadorov, God, your third pair is now... It could have been the all-Buffalo combo, right? It was close, but we got uh, Gilbert on the left and Osterley or Osterley on the right. Simone is down. He's got two more games, and then he requires waivers, so I think they might be just placing him in that break-in-case-of-emergency glass, and then they'll go get Simone, who I think actually has played better than Oster Osterley this year. And then also you've got uh, Big Red, Solovyov up. You've got all their Shillington skating, which we don't know anything about a timeline, but he's a guy that, is more relevant when he is skating than when he isn't at least. And you also just added uh, Mark Pesic to the organization, a right shot D who cleared waivers and is in the A. That's kind of the look at what your options are for the third pair. Go get him. Play. Get him, kids. Gauntlet run. We need an update. They were three and one to start this 15 game marathon against some of the league's best. Look at that. Look at this, Rhett. Bob! Marks and X's. Bobby, Germany. Great, great work. Job. Great. Win-loss, win-win-loss. That makes it three and two. And if you're reading along with us, it's Minnesota tomorrow, Carolina Thursday, and they close the six-game homestand with a matinee, 2 p.m. against the Devils on Saturday. The Devils. The Devils. Boy, yeah. Four and one would look a lot better than three and two. Where do that works? You worried about anything you saw Saturday, or is it just that's what it is? Vancouver was... Tired and last time you saw him, and that's a better club than I don't what you saw in the first meeting. Uh, <laughs> it's an awkward situation for me because I don't think the team, I think that, like we just talked with Frank, I don't mm -hmm. think they're a threat. Yeah. I, I think they can make the playoffs. And I think with Markstrom maybe pitching shutouts, it's a, there's always a hope and a prayer, but I don't think they're ready to establish themselves as 
a top 10, a top five NHL team for the no, next no. five to 10 years. So Let's look at the standings. It'll, I think it'll underline exactly yeah. what you're saying. So here's the, here's the West wild card. There's three teams in each division that are above everything you see here. Arizona's wild card one. They got a 565 point percentage. St. Louis 543. Nashville's at 500. Like they're not a 500 team. They're close. But even if you are, 500 is never going to get you in the playoffs. Um, we certainly like the November a lot more than October. December is going to be uh, proving time. And I, mm -hmm. we all have hunches about what we think they are. But at Christmas, we'll all have a really good idea, I think, Rhett. I mean, I, I, for me, we will have an idea. I think they'll stick around this area. I think they'll be around 500, just close enough where you think, oh, if we can get a run, we can be there. But, but, I, I, but that's what they are. Yeah. They're a run they're away, and they're not good enough to have a really consistent run. And I just think by Christmas, you look at the schedule, it's tough. It's going to be really and you hard. You shit the bed at the start of the year. You, yeah, you did. I don't care what anyone says. You play it's that poorly. Yeah, you can't play that poorly and with that lack of effort and expect to be rewarded at the end. Yeah. Uh, we'll move. we get some prospect news on the Calgary Flames. Uh, Sammy Honzek, the Slovakian forward they drafted uh, in the first round in Nashville this summer. He's back. He's healthy. He's the captain of the Vancouver Giants. Three assists yesterday. Lipinski, they also drafted in Nashville this summer. That's looking like a nice pickup. Five points in his first weekend back in the dub for the captain of the Giants, Rhett. This is good. It's great. Connor Zary getting... Sorry, go ahead. That's how I, when I ever got injured and came back, I'd always try to put up some points. That was your game. It was like, well, he... Definitely struggled in his own zone, but he put up five points in three games. Rhett Warner. Mm -hmm. Playmaker. Playmaker. Connor Zary getting some Calder love. This is Dom Lestition from The Athletic. Uh, his number is telling him, look at this. The security guy from the Eagles? Dom? No, this Dom's oh. a lot smaller. Um, <laughs> I like this. If someone had to do my uh, kids' math assignments, I'd pick this Dom for sure. Uh, if, if my kid needs security, it's the other Dom. Zary, sixth in uh, Calder influence. He hasn't played a ton compared to some of these guys, but this is a nice start to the year. Found money, Connor Zary. Keep her going, buddy. Keep her going. And uh, you love AI, Rhett. You're a big... Yes, I use it Yeah, we love time. talking about AI on the show. Uh, the new Flames rank has been, you know, there's a part, there's an agreement. Government of Alberta, City of Calgary, CSEC. AI has come up with some great ideas here. I really hope they harness some of these. Let's take a look. See, how about this? No roof. Think about how much money you could save, Rhett. This is this is genius. Well, we get the Chinooks blowing in. I mean, it doesn't stay cold yeah. for long in Calgary. Come on. I, I am worried about sunset there, but if they make that screen big enough, you won't have to worry about lighting your eyes as a player. So that's an interesting concept there. Uh, look at this. Just set McMahon on fire. The new stadium. The beautiful. Again, mm -hmm. no need for a roof. Uh, I look how the roads kind of disappear too it's yeah there's no. it's weird uh, yeah isn't for and then just setting people on fire in the rink i think that'll keep them warm if you are going to go no roof and yeah those floating, are quite the fire pits floating jumbotrons if you can pull it off somehow i don't know if you're using magnets or what but that's drone impressive. that's drone uh, that's drone. that drones yeah, yeah. that's what it is. boy it looks warm looks really toasty rat <laughs> everybody's skating into the arena too skating in the dome yeah you can bring your sticks if they're non-flammable Flammable sticks have to stand. Roast the marshmallow. <laughs> That's right. Good work, AI. Feel yeah. like the uh, so people doing the drawings, uh, their jobs are safe for a little Keep bit it up. longer. 
Tonight's schedule in the NHL. What do we got? That's bad. Not bad. Battle of Pennsylvania. Don't mind that. Uh, ben Bishop's old squads, the Stars and the Lightning. Ah, Bishop. You've got uh, Seattle, Montreal, Winnipeg, Carolina. Ooh, the Arizona. Shane, Shane Wright drama. Win Seattle, Montreal. Uh, sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> totally. Slavkovsky and such. We have uh, Arizona, Washington, and Vegas. St. Louis is the nightcap. I thought we had Jersey playing tonight. I had a nice little Jersey tidbit. Let's go to the, the quote and see what we got here. We won't be teasing another day. Hughes brothers, Hughes bowl. Get your seats. Tomorrow it is Devils, Canucks. All three brothers, same game. Cool. So now, people are blessed, Ryan. Do you have enough connections to get all your boys on, you know, two or fewer teams so we can make this happen with the Warner crew? I don't want them anywhere near each other because I don't know how those Hughes boys get along, but my kids would just ignore the, the game and attack each other with the sticks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get some of those vibes at our house too. Uh, Jets have extended Nino Niederreiter. Nino. Three-year pact. El Nino is Spanish for... The Nino, uh, four million bucks a year. Why not? Okay, like how he plays. It's like you are open to extending in Winnipeg. Sign this immediately. Well, he's a fin. He thinks Winnipeg is high class. I like to fish. They have uh, very conveniently. I've been going out with Buff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Hunting is good. <laughs> Teddy Bear toss at the Dome yesterday. The Calgary oh, yeah. an incredible event. Let us take a look. It's our friend Cammie who was on Afterburner Saturday. She was at the game on Sunday. Not bad. You want slow-mo? We got slow-mo. I like the guys that can't make it to the ice surface. Right well, they got the nets behind. <laughs> Did you see that guy? <laughs> Fastballed it right at some oh, no. someone's head. <laughs> just bounced one. You got to have some arc. Yeah. A little bit of... <laughs> just Almost kind of cool. That is quite something. I think they counted over 21,000 They bears. can't count that high. They'd have to have lots of people and then some abacuses. They, they would need AI. 21,233 bears went flying. Per the Calgary Hitman on Twitter. And it was the second year in a row, same guy that uh, triggered the Bears. No way. Yeah. That's got to be a first. It. I don't know that someone's gone back to back before. That's... This is a this is the Pinder report. You should so have done this. Prior. Per Cammy, she says, second year in a row, London Hoylet has triggered what? the Bear Toss. Oh, boy, London. <laughs> what are you calling him? Big Ben. <laughs> right? No. But a oh, okay. It's like the English toilet, toilet bidet. Probably would stick. Uh, finally, watch the save. I don't know what level. I don't care. This is some goaltending here, right? Is this your kid? No. Right. Oh, he's backwards. That's a name. What? And the splits. Like ESPN hockey here. Is this the main Black Bears? What are we watching? Like, are you kidding me? I really appreciate that. To even wow. think of doing it. And it looked like he was cooked. 
Wow. Down and wow. out. I'm stuck. Ah, screw it. I'll throw this one back. To- <laughs> that is quite impressive. That was good. Save of the year. Sean McVay and his LA Rams, a big victory on the weekend. They're suddenly in the playoff picture in the NFC. Man, there's some, if you're 500, you're apparently good at football. Like, welcome to the playoffs. He was asked why, with like two minutes left with a big lead, he let uh, Kyron Williams rumble into the end zone for a touchdown. I was like, wouldn't you just kick the field goal and ice the thing? It was, it was some debate, but I think out of respect for their field goal block operation, we said, uh, it, let's make sure we have great ball security, but if we can punch it in, um, you know, Kyron's on my fantasy team. It's a oh. joke. It's a joke. <laughs> I don't really mean that. All right, kidding. Was he kidding? Trouble. I had Kyron on my fantasy team. I was very happy to see them rumble in with two minutes left. Sure, don't kick the field goal. Right. How'd it go for you, by the way? You I'm in tight. I was in great shape till what's his name? That running back from frickin' San Fran. McCaffrey. No, the other guy, not the uh Oh, Elijah the, Mitchell? No, not the running back. The uh Samuel. Debo? Debo. Yeah, Debo had a day. Three Debo touchdowns, Debo, I think. Thirty one. Holy. Yeah, that put a Debo's a monster. I'm still leading, but that's not ideal i'm at the point of the, the fantasy season in our league where i'm so bad that i didn't even go up change my roster i wanted to put christian watson in and it was like yeah it doesn't really matter anyway and he had a nice two touchdown game last night that is on my bench and he's now hurt so mm. flush the whole season Screw next it. year always next, next year. year good news if you like golf and even if you don't like golf because to be fair when this guy's king everyone liked golf Tiger Woods says his game's not too far off. He played at the Hero Challenge or whatever the tournament was on the weekend. Uh, wants to play once a month this year, Red. We will take that. Less pain. And uh, he is absolutely jacked. I don't know if you saw the before or after photos. People were posting, like, here's where he was when he won the Masters uh, 15 years ago. Like, dude looks like he's a linebacker for the Panthers right now. It is unbelievable. Stat threat. All he's been doing is working out and grinding in the Sims. Yeah, he's got V's V'd out, man. He looks like he's going to WWE if he can't get back to playing well. Looks like, like he'd be good. He's a good, he's a good heel. He, you know what? It's quite a roller coaster with him. For sure. Finally, the dumb stuff. We close uh the Pinder report with a recap of weekend idiocy. We will yeah. start with uh now this can't be Rob Ray's because I don't know that his pool's this fancy, but you and oh, Ray's in must Carolina. Have been- he was at yeah, the hotel in Carolina, maybe. And this is. is it, because it looks warmer than Buffalo anywhere. This is Razor uh, having some fun with uh, around the pool with the, with the kids. <laughs> you got to watch for that truck, though. That's the one thing. You don't want to park it. He was doing so well, like better than he thought, because. Too good. Too good. Oh, he's, yeah. he's too good. He's too good. I anyway. thought he was going to go under. He's got a strong chin. He'll be fine, right? Oh, yeah. He, Let's, does that. Uh, he, he just does that to wake up in the morning. <laughs> there you go. Roller coaster somewhere in a different part of the world. I've never thought oh. about this issue. You've thought about, no, here's the thing. Roller coaster fail, you're worried. You're like, yeah. what went wrong? Not what you think. Okay. A bird right in the face. Mouth open, screaming, woo! Thwack, bird. That would hurt. That would hurt. 
Little bastard's got talons and a beak. Ouch. Can't trust birds, bastards. Now, I heard it was. It's already been snowing in Buffalo. Is that right? Uh, or was it Rochester was snowing? Because we got video of you, and you were not happy about this. I don't like it. Well, we're talking about chili. There's no wrong moves in chili. Oh, stop that one. Damn it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, don't be stupid. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. Oh, all that day. How much is left in that ball? Please These be at least. These freaking cameras at people's houses are the best. They are. We get a lot of we action. We would never on get this without. I know. Yeah. If it wasn't, it feels staged. Like, oh, no. Yes. It's obvious. Why the hell yeah. is there a camera? That's right. And finally, some scary news, Rhett, in Ontario, where we know one of the world's most horrific species is on the loose. Cameron Prida never thought he'd be spending his Friday chasing a kangaroo through a frozen field. It wasn't too fun. Uh, I was doing my best, but, uh, you know, I'm just a, a guy with a net. The female red kangaroo has been on the loose since Thursday when it escaped from its handlers during a stop at the Oshawa Zoo while en route to Quebec. Dozens have spotted the out-of-place animal since then. He just kind of walked up to it and the kangaroo ran off right after, so yeah. He didn't, he didn't really have a chance. No, definitely not. The ca- I, kangaroos are much faster than humans. Haiga Taher watched and recorded as Pride Out tried to wrangle the roo. One of the last to see it on Friday, she's hoping more resources are added to the search. I was more just concerned for the kangaroo because it was like, it obviously doesn't know the area. So we kind of just like felt bad for it because also there's coyotes and stuff in that area. The search has primarily Mm. been focused around the location it was last spotted northeast of Oshawa. But those looking for it admit they don't know if it's still there. And after a thermal imaging drone came up without a sighting, the area it may now be in has likely expanded. Ryder says red kangaroos are mostly active at dusk and dawn, and it's unlikely it's gone too far. These kangaroos can handle uh, temperatures up to about minus 10. At that point in time, it gets to be very risky. So we're hoping that this warm spell kind of lasts long enough so that we can get a hold of this creature and get it uh, back safe and sound. He's also hoping enough people have heard about the missing creature to adjust their speed while driving. And that local wildlife like coyotes won't be another factor they have to worry about. Kangaroos are incredibly soft. They are so wonderful. And I (laughs) feel terrible that this thing is out there somewhere. And I really just want to try and get it back. For now, everyone is waiting on a sighting and for someone to call (laughs) it in. So this bizarre escape can end on a happy time. There's a, your global news report from Ontario. I Old Mick Dundee lost his... Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Dang, I wait, you baby. Um, that, uh, that guy, of course, was the Canadian they got on camera. The only guy in Ontario that looks like an Aussie was the guy chasing him down. I, I don't know how to feel about kangaroos. They, the way that they were portrayed in that video does not line up Somebody's with how we've seen them in the report for the last three months. Yeah, somebody's having kangaroo steak on Ontario. That wolf could... Coyotes, they could enjoy a little kangaroo steak. That's your Pinder report. Uh, Village Honda in the Northwest Auto Mall this week. Their used car clear out. No better time if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle. Save up to $4,000 plus a $1,000 winter tire credit. Village currently over 100 pre-owned in stock. And, of course, more than 400 in the dealer group. Uh, There you go. Have a look at that. And also, 
Uh, they did their veterans food drive, filling up a ridgeline with uh, non-perishable items to the veterans food bank. Great people up at Northwest Auto Mall, Village Honda online, villagehonda.com. Why does everyone think kangaroos are so nice and fluffy and kind and soft and we continue to see them act like hardened criminals? I think you got to go to the source and the source is Australia and ask the people that have to deal with those bastards all the time. Let's find like out what they think. Aussie Brad. I trust Aussie to- Brad more than the old Mick Dundee there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If we get Aussie Brad to review that film, he'll be able to bring us the details. I also think he's probably still going to be really pining for some barn burner blondes. He was coming strong with the distribution sales piece last week. I'm sure we're working on it behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, it is Monday. That means we got to buckle up and get our picks in for our Wendy's survivor pool on dailyfaceoff.com. Rhett, I keep getting stymied midweek. I'm good on Mondays, but here's, here's what it looks like. Go to dailyfaceoff.com. You click on the top right corner. It is the Wendy's Survivor Pool. You got to pick one of these things to happen. So, okay, do you like the Stars to win? Do you like the Lightning to win? What about Sebastian Ajo over a half point? What about the Penguins over three and a half goals? Kucherov to score, all kinds of things. Basically, pick one of them that happens, you move on to the next day. If you get four in a row, uh, you are a winner for the week. Good idea, right? Well, and I'm my advice to you, mm-hmm. opposites opposites it's worked for in football yeah i i don't know for me if opposites is gonna work hockey i've been doing okay for football i have to go opposite george all right one and one on the weekend i got i got monday night action tonight who i got tonight in cincinnati i hope not no i got jacksonville minus eight and a half okay we'll see uh wendy's rewarding you with weekly prizes that'll have you Feeling like a winner? Here's the big secret to lineups. It's all syrupdipitous, like Wendy's new limited edition chicken strips and French toast sticks. There's a combo, Rhett. Sometimes the best teammates are ones you'd least suspect. Sign up to play Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool to win weekly prizes like the new chicken strips and French toast sticks from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. I'm going Sebastian Ajo over a half point. I feel like that's the, the highest probability event there. I can. I'm going Baconator because I had one yesterday and it was delicious. I'm not going to quibble there. That's fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we got Betway bets to do. We got to figure out what is on the menu for DoorDash. Uh, did you watch much football yesterday? I, I had a nice uh, no hockey, organized hockey weekend and, and got a fair amount of red zone. I was impressed with my work. I watched some the afternoon. The two games that I saw this in the afternoon were dogs. Okay. Uh, then I started watching the uh, the Eagles and Niners yeah. game, and I was excited by it. But then it was almost like, well, clearly the Niners are taking over here. But I, I I had it on, but I had kids running around, and I hadn't been home, and so I was trying to interact with them. It was more of background noise than pure con- consuming. I meant to ask Frank how much better it is watching the Sunday nighter when it's not like wheeling you into midnight. Like it would have been done at nine, 10 PM. Oh, it went for nights after. Yeah. Totally. Like you're screwed on the sports in the Eastern times. I don't think people realize how screwed they're out there. I'll put you to bed. It's like, you want to stay up late? Well, <laughs> guess I'm up till midnight. What a pain in the ass. It's no good. No, no good. 
Uh, DoorDash time with restaurants, groceries, pharmacies, bakeries, flower stores, and more. DoorDash has got everything you need. Ordering's easy. Go to the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want it, and your items will be left safely outside your door with our default contactless delivery setting. With Double Dash on DoorDash, you can order from multiple restaurants or stores in the same delivery without additional delivery fees, so everyone can get what they want and need. Don't worry about cooking or running to the store. Let it all come to you with DoorDash. And now, for a limited time with our pals, listeners, you can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more. Download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. That is 25% off, up to 10% value, and zero delivery fees on your first order. That promo code NATION25. Tonight, DoorDash came in handy. Tell me. I had some Korean fried chicken DoorDash it oh, on Saturday yeah. night after watching a game. And that was in Roch, the, the Rochester yes. delivery. That's better yeah. than going out and getting stabbed trying to find Korean food, right? I wasn't going out. It was miserable and rainy and shitty, and I was tired, and I'm like, this will be perfect, and it was. Do you know how you did on your football picks, or are you waiting till tomorrow's unveil? Well, you said somebody won from L.A., and I think... I think if I remember correctly, I went with the West Coast. You had the ticket. Chargers. I don't remember what the line was. Was it five and a half? Because they won That's six nothing. It was an absolute right. snooze fest. I think yeah. you had both LA teams, right? I did, did you not. I, I did. I think they both covered as well. I'm correct. But then well, I had. Then I didn't want Miami to win, and that was not. Miami good. covered. They throttled. So I'm one and one. I was right on Miami. I was wrong on Pittsburgh. I, I got uh, Cincinnati tonight. That's where we go on the menu tonight. Cincinnati's in Jacksonville. It is what? Well, it's a 6:15 kickoff. It's a must win for Jacksonville. Duval, where Jacksonville, the one seed in the AFC, they win this thing. What the hell's going on? Where are all the good teams are at? Is Jacksonville's like a good team? Maybe they're good. Hmm? Hmm? The lines moved all the way to 10 points. It was eight and a half on Friday. I like the number I got Friday. And of course, it is. Uh, Somebody, somebody throwing the ball for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Jake Browning, I believe, Just as it is Burrow out for the year. It looks like that—that's uh, why they are—they're getting ten points in Duval County. Just don't throw it to Chase, please. You're playing Chase. Yeah. What's your cushion? Are you done? You got anyone going? I got tonight? one point, and I got—is it Higgins? O.T. Higgins, he's back. Same quarterback. Okay. Yeah. Could be a Higgins, quiet day for both. Chase. Yeah. Okay. Throw to throw to T Hig. Got it. Got it. Uh, DoorDash. That's promo code Nation twenty five for twenty five percent off your first order. Offer valid in Canada. Subject to change. Terms apply. Dash that for the win. That's what's on the menu for our pals at DoorDash. Betway bets. Rhett, you're not giving away freebies more than once a week. It's too profitable. Mm-hmm. Your side mm-hmm. hustle will get ruined by that. Yep. Let uh, Let's go to the Betway app. See what I picked today. Betway, 19-plus Ontario only. Bet the responsible way with Betway. Got some hockey tonight, Rhett. I like these home dogs. Battle of Pennsylvania. Mm. They're they're only separated by one win. I think their records are almost identical. Penguins and Flyers. It's in Philly. I'll take the plus money there at plus 105 for a win for the Flyers. And Carolina in Winnipeg. Do you know the Hurricanes have like the worst goaltending in the NHL this year? Like right down in Edmonton territory? Ooh, Markstrom. Maybe. Well, it's like Freddie Anderson's hurt. Auntie Ranta not been great. 
Chetkov hasn't been wonderful since well, they called him up. They gave a tryout to Yarrow Halak and then didn't sign him. It's not been great. And at the other end, it's Connor Hellebuck. I'm going to ride with the J-E-T-E, Jets, Jets, Jets. They're doing good this year. They're fine. I like yeah. that pick. So there it is. And if you want to go opposite George, Flames, thank you, Jack. That's for football we do opposite George. You can post the comments so people know what we're talking about. Uh, bet Penguins and Hurricanes. Jack, I just told them I'm going Flyers and Jets. It's not for hockey. Opposite only works for football. Those are my picks. Okay. Do you know what your record was on the football for the weekend? Two and one. Oh, good. Okay. We'll check in on Boomers. Rhett, we'll see you tomorrow. As uh, I've got the Monday Night Rider tonight, we'll have a uh, football recap tomorrow. For Betway. Get the app, have some fun. Bet the responsible way. Betway. Uh, Jer's coming in with some insight here in the comments. Philly plus money at home might be bait, but they're a better road team this year. But they just beat Pittsburgh Saturday in Pittsburgh. I know it's a lot, Jer. It's a lot. Where is it? Yuri. Is that Yuri Lettinen? Surprised he's not all over the stars tonight. Hmm. My kid told me that he was going to get a phone and he was going to, he had a plan just to make a bunch of money. He was going to make like 10K. This will be interesting. Please well, unload the, the wisdom. It was, it was, we were, he had a, his, I think Rob Ray had convinced him that if he opened up an online account, he could mm. play some and that he was really good at it and that he was going to make 10 games. That, that is not betting the responsible way. And we do not <laughs> condone this behavior. It is dumb teenage boy talk though, isn't yes. it? Yes. Like that is peak dumb teenage. But boy. he was fully into Like he had a belief. He's, you got to believe in yourself, Ryan. It's a confident teenager. Weird. That's right. Pretty He's sure like, I know oh, how the world works, guys. No, no, I've been here is, for like 12, 12 years. Year. This is the 12-year-old. He's not even. <laughs> exactly. Dad, let me explain this to you. I've been around for a while. Dad, I got this, please. Dad, it's Penguins Hurricanes. Come on. Uh, okay. We've got some guests coming this week. Tomorrow, new commissioner of the WHL. Uh, will be chatting with us. Interesting background on the new commish who used to, uh, I believe, work at Adidas. Don't tell me he worked in the CFL. No, 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 no. Good. And on Thursday, special guests, brothers, beer, supposed brother, hockey. So that's the only hints you're getting on Thursday. We're still sorting out in studio on a computer. Maybe oh, they, there's no it computer, could be, please. They, there would be people they know that have computers. Somebody's going to have to set it up for them. Somebody's kids could come help. So those are your clues for Thursday. Wednesday, of course, is our weekly chat with Noodles, who got a little shout-out on uh, Indigenous Night at the Dome on Saturday. They had a, an amazing, um, when their TV timeout was rolling, Jumbotron, turn your attention, and they talked about all the amazing Flames players that had... Uh, First Nations or Indigenous backgrounds. It was really impressive. Like, Jesus, there's a lot of these amazing players for the Flames. It was pretty cool. Uh, no, it's not the Ritchie brothers. Stop asking. I'm not going to answer. Nick's busy. He signed in Carpat in the SM Liga. That's right. Daryl's shootout guy and big down-the-stretch edition that he played above Pelche and Phillips and all those. Uh, right to Finland, Rat, if you need him. Hey, good spot to be. Is it? It's big ice over there. Ah, big ass. <laughs> Yeah. So that's what's coming up this week. 
Anything in Buffalo we need to know about? Do you, do you have any? Uh... I think the Sabres suck again. Were they ever good this year? No, but there was a belief that they might be. I yes. don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, when you go 10, 11 years without the playoffs, you start to pin your hopes on little things. So, Well, I like the roster. I kind of don't feel a lot differently about Ottawa. I'm like, wow, there's lots of good young players there. And then I look at the standings, and I'm like, oh, these teams are still the bottom mm. of the conference. So the NHL is a tough league. Is that what we're getting? So young is good, but you have to be young. And what else? What are we missing here? And I think goaltending for both might be a bit of the answer. I know that it's been Ukopekalukanen or whatever it is, that, and they got Levi down in the AHL. Yes, good idea. I think that's for the best. Get him out of there. Let him yeah. just. He's play not Dustin Wolf, who's not yet. dominated the AHL. He yeah. played college hockey last year. He's that's right, a punk kid. Um, got a comment here. Uh-oh. Hockey Night in Scottsdale collab with you guys in Scottsdale while you're there. I don't know what that is, but it is a good reminder. <sighs> Sure. But, uh, I think that's Heat Daddy. Is that Heat Daddy? Yeah. Come on. Heat Daddy's watching our show? Or no, that's, that's not Heat Daddy commenting. His, I think that's the Hockey Night in Scottsdale. Is. I don't know anything about this, but it is. I'm attempting to use it as a segue. Please join us for the Barnburner Vacation, Jan 11th to 13th in Phoenix. It's coming up, guys. We're like a month and change away. I'm going to the passport office today. I have photos done. I got them done on three hours of sleep the night after a Christmas party. We may share the photos on this show tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to look great when the passport guys, oh, damn it. Yeah. You sure this isn't from the future? You look like shit here. <laughs> but uh, limited spots available. We're into the final few spots. So don't hesitate. If you're mulling it over with buddies, get the uh, runway approval. Book it quick. Well, we don't want you to be disappointed. $12.99 a person, double occupancy with rooms. We got your tickets. We got your flights. We're getting you to and from the game. And, of course, uh, yeah, the bus from the airport to the hotel as well going to be a blast and uh if you look at the standings it very well could be a battle of wild card teams bubble teams you win you're in type spot come january get your package at nationgear.ca flames coyotes phoenix in january this is not complicated right just join us yeah i don't think you're going to be disappointed once you're in scottsdale sipping on a margarita or two Mm. I was just saying, there has to be a, a margarita um, almost immediately. You can go any way you want after that, but it would it would kind of be offensive if you don't start with a margarita. It's a, it's a huge tradition for me. It's, it's my drink down there. Can you get one before you leave the airport, or is that Probably. overly aggressive? Probably. I can't guarantee it'll be good, but I can try it. Calgary Airport would be one thing, and that's fine. That's But it's once you're there. you got to feel the sun and get the margarita. Join us. Uh, it is brought to you by our good friends. At uh, Alberta Blue, Car- Alberta Brew. Yeah, help me here. One more Alberta time. Blue I think it's Alberta Cross. Blue Cross. That is right. Thank you. Uh, of course, travel insurance a big thing. They do it. They're great at it. They want you to make great memories. Nothing like going and watching sports, hitting the road, being with pals, family, whatever it is. Uh, there's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more. Wherever travel takes you, visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more information. Alberta Blue Cross celebrating life's memorable moments inspired by hockey. I, I was bullish on the Coyotes. I, I recall their preseason total being 73.5 points, the over-under. They're 500 right now. Better than that. Quite a bit better. I think they're 565 or something. 73 seems like a shoot. Totally. Lock. 
that was one we pounced on on the Bellway app in some of the the summer futures that we uh, we did. So I think they're good. They're young. They're exciting. I think they'll be very good by the time they move to a new city. That's my. You take should have favorites. done. How many times will Dean leave the country? That's would have been a, twice in a month. Here is coming up. Did he leave the country prior? Oh, no, but I'm January. saying he's he's, le- he's gone right he's, now. And he's you think he's on, still going to make this thing? Eh? That yeah. trip, my goodness. That's yeah. I mean, twice in a month is quite impressive for Dean. The over would pay a huge number. So if you can find that on Betway, go get it. Uh, this program is brought to you by BetterHelp. I want to talk to you about online therapy. It is uh, something that I think as guys has been difficult to talk about, but I think we're helping break that stigma. More and more people are uh, thinking about and getting involved with online therapy. Give it a try at betterhelp.com slash flamesnation and get on your way to being your best self. Uh, man, it's holidays, Rhett. Lots of family around. We're always worried about, okay, gift for this person, gift for that person. Uh, we got a gift exchange with this one. We got the this one, Secret Santa. How about a gift for yourself? This can be a stressful time of year. What are you giving yourself to help you cope with a lot of family? Maybe it's uh, likes to drink six glasses of wine and pick a fight, uncle. Or maybe it's just a lot of chaos because it's a lot of people under one roof. It's not easy for everyone as much as it can be a lot of fun at the holidays to get together. And it's okay to admit that things aren't growing great. Maybe you can find some strategies to help you with the challenges that do come with the holiday season. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. You don't have to drive anywhere. What's your schedule look like? You can work it around that. Uh, That's the beauty of it being online. And even better than that, they're going to find a therapist with expertise and that is a great fit for the issues you're dealing with. So do the online questionnaire. They'll see what kind of needs you have and pair you with a great fit. And of course, if you feel like it's not, you can switch at no charge to a different therapist at any time. Therapy helps you develop skills to deal with challenges that you'll have. If you can see them coming, we can develop some strategies and yes, you can get out in front of it and make uh, maybe some challenging spots, a little bigger of a win and less of a challenge. Uh, Strategies, coping skills will help you become the best version of yourself. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash flamesnation today. You'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash flamesnation. Rhett, we will see you tomorrow. Enjoy the uh, whoever's playing quarterback for the Bengals. It'll be quiet night tonight. Throw the ball to Higgins. We'll be happy on Tuesday. T. Higg all night. Okay. Very good. And it's a Flames game day tomorrow. So we will catch up then with the Wild visiting in town. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for supporting the sponsors. Thank you for doing a great job buying the Barnburner Blonde. It is a fantastic beer. Uh, yes, we are partners with Origin and we say nice th- things about the product. It makes it even better when it's 100% true and you're in love with the product. I couldn't be more proud of the beer we had. Crushable indeed, delicious. And you can order it right to your house. Go to originbrewing.ca to grab yours. And Rhett, if you take a photo or a video with the beer, what are we going to do with it? We're going to put you on the show. You're on the damn show, all right? Love it. More information, go to uh, originbrewing.ca and we'll see you tomorrow right here on barn burner on flames nation thanks see you buddies
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 